The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. A half-elf rogue. I'm sure I'll help you with your problems. For money. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed. I'm a half orc cleric. And I'll happily show you my talking stick. This is Melvin Hardmeat. I am a high elf wizard. And so far, I have set zero clouds on fire. And that's the message. Turn. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the message is I'm trying to show him that stop messing with me. I think I'm going to be thrown right now by Kolvik into my own reverse gravity field. So uh, I think I got to protect myself. So I'm going to clap Thunder Wave and uh, see if I can get Kolvik away from me. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it'll be 24 back to me and. Irritated, but here we are. Were they on fire and then they get put out with pee? I don't pee <laughs> that much. <laughs> We're gonna get you, Chad. No, Just... you won't. I feel like Kolvik wouldn't want to eat orc. Yeah. Would you feel weird if we started eating orcs? <laughs> <in front of you? laughs> I don't think we should eat orcs. There's not anybody you know, is there? I'd feel half weird. <laughs> From the side of the road to the north of you, an enormous many-legged insect, its long antennae twitching in response to any movement around it, erupt. Wow. Oh, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And this thing bites into the fake Melvin and is shocked and dismayed when it discovers that that was no Melvin. While you're huffing (laughs) farts out of a butthole. (laughs) Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, a million dollars! Puff on my puff. <laughs> That's a Dallas. Do you watch videos on Prime at all? Do you stream on Prime? Very rarely. I watched a documentary on there yesterday about this guy that went on prices right like thirty-eight times. He went to it. What? He was was he a contestant? He was a contestant once, but every time he went. He would help people, like, he, memory, he was like a Rain Man type. He memorized all the prizes, or the prices. Oh. And so he'd help people. And, like, uh, like, shows he went to, like, five people got the bid exactly right. One of them, like, in the, one of Drew Carey's first shows, he gave, he was helping a guy that made it to the showcase showdown, and he got that exactly right on the fucking money to the dollar. And, like, the whole show freaked out, like, they thought there was cheating scandals and this and that. But it's a fun documentary. I would recommend it. So he was just in the crowd shouting numbers and he got yep. it right. You yep. can hear him in the crowd. Yep. <laughs> Number three, my lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they use old footage and like they highlight him in the crowd and like you can hear him yell. And That's, that's crazy. Neat. I don't know. Oh, the, when we were doing the Dream of Genius song, I don't know why it reminded me of The Price is Right, but it did. <laughs> it's all in that kind of mm-hmm. zeitgeist era. of fucking era, whatever. Anywho. Anywho. I digress. Anywho. Roscoe, would you like to do anything else on your turn? No, I'm good. You've done enough. <laughs> Majestic fucking move, man. Oh, did you get squirted with bug juice or you avoided it too? I avoided it. Nice. I thought maybe you'd be like showering in it because you're so proud of what you did. I will do a little bow to Melvin. Oh. I'll, I'll tip my cap to you, sir. Oh, huh. milady. <laughs> Are you wearing a fedora? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I'm, like, I'll pretend I'm wearing my hat. Plus one fedora of incels. Yep. I guess I'm, or I can curtsy to you. Oh, thank you. Kolvik, it is over to you. Kolvik, can you even top that? What can you even do? Well, I'm 
currently being bug hugged by this guy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going And to... enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I ain't complaining. I almost want to just squeeze more tight around me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> said uh, my speed is uh, incapacitated, right? It's not my... Yes, the only effect it. of being grappled is that you, your speed is zero. Okay. Well, actually, I'm just kind of like the last time we played when you were grappled. Oh, yeah, that time. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. All right, so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and attack this thing. Attack away. me. Just using my warhammer to try to slam it down on its stupid little ant head. Uh-oh. For a total of nine. Total of nine, you are not able to smash this thing that is attached to you. Which I can imagine. I mean, that makes a lot of sense that it would be really hard to effectively attack a thing that's, like, wrapped around you. Like, have you ever yeah. tried to swing a hammer at something that's grappled to you? Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> and not hit yourself. Yeah, that was awesome. I was about to take that bet. That joke knew a lot of bad places. I'm gonna let it all go. <laughs> Alright. Kolvik, you do have the opportunity for a bonus action on your turn. Would you like to take a bonus action? Oh. No, I'm alright. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough action. <laughs> I'm good. I got enough regular actions over here. I don't, don't need, need a that. bonus action. Yeah. Alright, so we're back to the Ankegs and. Do you guys uh, have names or anything? I'm sorry, I couldn't come up with names for these guys. These are random encounters, so they're not like on my normal pre-planned stuff. Let's let's say this is... Uh... I think one of them's named June. Nice. I like that. Can you uh, come up with another one? Ugh. Stink. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ant going, his, going through his life with the nickname Stink. Or maybe the regular name. What are you going to name that baby? I'm going to name that one Stink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so close. A five, but not a six. So the thing doesn't happen. Oh, come on, thing. I know. It's it's an acid spray. I'm just going to tell you just in case it doesn't happen. And it does a lot of damage, and it sounds super gross. Come on, acid spray. Acid spray. <laughs> well, the other one's not going to be able to do it because it can't do it while it's grappling somebody. So this is the first one. It's attacking Melvin. Melvin, is a 16 going to hit your AC? A 16 will... Hit my AC, yes. That's going to be a grand total of 11 damage for you. <gasps> and you are grappled as well. Oh my god! So, Western Ankeg is... That sounds like a country. Western Ankeg is grappling Melvin. Eastern Ankeg is grappling Kolvik. And Vasco's got no one to hug him. Aww. Aww. You can you group hug have, somebody. You guys have all seen Temple Grandin, right? No. No. Oh, dude, you guys haven't seen Temple Grandin? Fucking movie is phenomenal. I think you just made that up. Yeah, it sounds like just two words you picked out and put yep. together. <laughs> Not to, like a human being's name. Temple Grandin? Yeah. She's a... Um, Temple's no. not a name. She's an autistic woman who uh, revolutionized the um, cattle farming industry. You're science. making this up as you go along. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I'm I've not. seen her. Okay, I didn't know that was her name, though. It's... She... She's played by, by fucking Claire Danes in the movie. Temple Grandin? Yeah. That's her about, name. That's her name, and the movie's about her. And she, like, had this profound connection with cows, and one of the things that she does in her lifetime is because, like, typically people who are autistic or somewhere on the spectrum have a difficult time with human contact and touching and things like that, but it's still, like, one of those weird things that the human brain craves. So she invented a hugging machine and it's just two like big pads and she would put herself in this machine and pull on a little lever and it would compress her because that's a comforting feeling as long as you're, it's happening voluntarily. And like, that's how she satisfied that urge of feeling like, you know, compression on her body. You know, one of my favorite gifts is the one where the cows are up on the, the happy cow thing that gives them back scratches. So it's like this big cylinder with a brush on it. Oh, cool. And it just sits in like the cow 
barn or something like that and then they just walk up to it and it like gives them a back scratch and stuff that's awesome and they look super happy while doing that <laughs> i like that gif a lot my favorite gif is that grizzly adams looking motherfucker that goes <laughs> <laughs> that gives them the, the slow nod. shake dude don't you know where that's from the jeremiah johnson yeah fucking love that one well pilgrim was it worth it all the trouble and he says eh what trouble <laughs> fucking love that that's like one of the greatest movies ever made temple grandin is up there too though i'd highly recommend both of them if you don't have anything to do with this weekend you got like six hours to kill jeremiah a- johnson and then temple grandin i thought you were gonna say make a hugging machine i mean <laughs> if you have the skills and ability you could make the hugging machine get into the hugging machine and then watch, watch temple grandin whoa that would be the fucking ultimate meta experience also i like the gift that has uh the good the bad and the ugly guys and then it goes to that little girl that does that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, the eyeball. They're looking around <laughs> one. Yeah, that's fucking great. The little buck teeth that she has. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking can you not girl, right? Yeah. Whoo, anywho, D&D. D&D. For all the people that hate combat, they're going to love all this sidetracking. We're super focused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for everybody listening, just know that there was an hour and 26 minutes before we actually started recording that I'm cutting out for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Hour and 26 <laughs> minutes of pure gold. What was supposed to be maybe a one-night journey on this trek is going to be one battle per night. We're never going to make it to chat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys would have made it at least halfway there the last recording session, but it not, not, didn't happen that way. Hour and 26 minutes of scissor. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some... Gotta get some loot between there or something. That's gonna... <sighs> Okay, okay, all right. Before this all fucking derails, the other Ankeg's going to attack Kolvik, and a 12 is going to miss your AC, so now it's back to Melvin's turn. Melvin, sweet god, end it. End it for these two ant things. I don't think I can kill them both at the same time. I'm just going to... Not with that kind of attitude. (laughs) You don't have some kind of damaging thing that emanates from you? Like yeah, I do. I'll, I'll, fine, I'll fucking, you know, spend a spell slot. I'll, I'll do a thunder wave. You're going to thunder wave Kolvik again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking should. <laughs> hey, well, all right, so let's... Um, <laughs> I think thunder wave is directional, by the way, and these guys are literally east and west of you. Well, I don't know if that's true. Damn. I shouldn't pressure you. Do what you want to. Thanks, I will. Take care of your business. Look at the turn order. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitutional saving throw. But that would affect Culverick and everybody else, typically. Although, I, we haven't really played it like that, I should say, in the past. It's always no, been... we've always, I've always been really generous about, like, you can place it with precision so it hasn't hurt other people. Okay. So, how are we playing it now? (laughs) Well, the other thing about this, too, is that, like, when you do... When something emanates from you in a cube, you are... You effectively represent a side of that cube. Um, Give me one second, because there is an excellent illustration in the player's handbook that will help me uh, show you what I mean by that. So, if you will notice, on page 204 of the player's handbook, for those playing along at home, if there is a cube, you, as a point of origin, are the side of that cube, oh, not the interesting. center. I never, I always thought I was the center of the cube. For a sphere, that may be true, but why did they do that? That's weird. I really don't know. Hmm. But yeah, the point of origin is one of the sides, and you, like, vomit out a fucking side of the cube or whatever. <laughs> well... So, even based on that information, that doesn't help me either, so I'm just going to shocking grasp the nearest ink egg with my shocking hands. That shock Shock Oh, shocking. That's a 26. 26 is more than enough to successfully connect. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 20. <laughs> You're like a bored cat. <laughs> and the Oscar goes too. <laughs> Just fucking batting at your dice in there. It's as random as anything, I guess. It doesn't oh, matter.
Uh, 20 damage is more than enough. You grasp on to the sides of this Ankeg. And uh, I, I really want to imagine that you grabbed onto the antenna, the antennae. I don't know how you actually say that when it's a plural, but you grab on and shock the crap out of this thing. Yeah. Kablam. Its head boils. Bug juice comes out of its ears. <laughs> Makes horrible mewling noises. <laughs> <laughs> As it vibrates in his hands. Its pinched hey, ears clacking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a fucking Oh my god I have kids Don't kill me I was trying to feed you to them They're hungry I love that everything we come by we kill it And it just ends up having kids in a family at home And we end up killing them too and Yeah, Pretty soon these are going to come back as chosen ink eggs That would be Unfortunate. I put a lot of work into that fucking storyline. That like those little sit- side bit narrative things that went up to that, and then you guys just like rubbed your buttholes all over that fucking character. Because <laughs> it was my fault. I didn't make her strong enough to do enough damage to you guys to take it seriously. But I could, I could do it again with the ankegs and. You know what I'm going to do to chat? I suck. I'm going to rub my butthole on him. <laughs> <laughs> right after I poop. <laughs> Oh man. Shiza. Alright, there is one Ankeg left. Roscoe, it is over to your turn. Finish him. I'm what are you gonna, gonna do? Make attack this motherfucker and end it. You gotta be careful not to stab Colvick. Nineteen and twenty seven. Those are both hits. Very, very careful. This is a sneak attack, by the way, since he's right next to Colvick. I'll take advantage of that. Do it up. A three. Carry the one, 11. <laughs> 41. 41. That's more hit points than this dude started with. You scurry over, dig your daggers in, tear this thing to shreds, and you have exited Ankeg combat. Bye. 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 All right. Whose turn is it to roll? Uh, are we all satisfied with our spell slot? I mean, we didn't really. Spell I didn't spend any up. spell slots. I almost did, because I didn't know how powerful these things were. We all travel along the roads. Are we walking down this road, like, in a straight line? With, like, locked arms, like, skipping down the road? You you are off to see a form of a wizard. We're off to see Chad. <laughs> the wonderful Chad of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> he's Chad, he's Chad, Chad, he's Chad, 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 Chad. <laughs> what a wonderful Chad he is. Chaddy, Chaddy, Chad. I'm gonna go wipe my butthole on him. Ta-da. All the way down his face. <laughs> wow. It's getting real. Uh, let's see. So that was you. Melvin, it's your turn to roll. Yes. This will be good, guys. I promise. Uh-huh. A one. God. <laughs> <laughs> good for combat. <laughs> All right, uh, that is unfortunately no combat. I know everyone is wildly disappointed. Woo, wow. Still same pace. I told you it was going to be time. good. Get it up there, Kolvik. Give me a roll. Come on. 13. 13. It's medium. That is going to be another encounter. Yay. Bring it on. I'm going to do you... like... The old Final Fantasy, like whenever you ran into a random combat, you get some cool noise going in. Can we just walk, walk back and forth until we get combat? Like, mm. get experience <laughs> points? level grinding? <laughs> you, you have no idea, no idea how much of my youth was spent grinding levels uh-huh. in fucking Final Fantasy, Dragon Warrior. Good thing in emulators, they have like the turbo button now, youth. so you're going really... <laughs> <laughs> You can go, like, double speed, so uh-huh. if you just, like, A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A. Dude, I, have I ever showed you the little handheld that I bought a while back before I bought the Switch? Yeah, yeah that, I fucking, I bought that thing almost exclusively to replay the original Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior games. Fucking love those games. Misspent youth. I'm gonna have you guys make me some perception rolls. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was a good roll. 
Melvin, what'd you get? Uh, I rolled a 18. 18's a good roll. Kolvik, what'd you get? 28. 28's a great roll. Roscoe, what did you get? Nine. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> I'm going to say that between Kolvik and Melvin's rolls, that you guys are not surprised, even though you were not expecting it, but you caught things in time. Basically, you're walking down the road, and as you're progressing, you see these very large stone statues, one on each side of the road of really, really big people. And uh, all of a sudden, as you get between them, you notice that they start swinging and attacking at you. They are two giant animated stone statues. Roll me up a little more initiative. Whoa! Jeez. What's with all this weird shit? This is Nick finally is making use of his Dungeon Master's Guide and Monster Manual. These are, for you kids playing along at home, Stone Giants. This would be a perfect place for a magic bean and another stone of us to pop up so we just have stone figures everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Should we just sprinkle magic beans down this whole road? Just plant one an hour and then walk away from it? You guys have... So fucking many of them. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have actually been keeping track, but I think Let's we're at like, a magic bean. Well, you guys are at thirty nine. I think we should do it at Chad's place in Chad. As soon as we get into this as, castle, as soon as we get into throw the them castle. all on the ground, <laughs> all of them. That'd be pretty funny. Just wreck havoc. Roscoe, tell me about your initiative score. It's not great. Eight. I think that's the lowest I've ever heard your initiative be. Colvick, tell me about yours. Seventeen. Seventeen. That's that's pretty average for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Melvin? 16. 16? I feel like that's good for you. It is good for me. Do, do, do. We're going to reset the round counter, and then we sort by descending. If I haven't said it, I don't think I'll ever say it enough, but Roll20's fucking turn order tracker is one of the best things that's ever happened to me in this lifetime. In this lifetime now? That's yeah. Keeps going up. I like it. You should get out more. <laughs> I always think of that thing from Robot Chicken where it's like the, the dad's explaining the story of when he met George Lucas to his grandkids or his kid. What about the day I was born? Not even close. Colvick, <laughs> <laughs> you are going to begin this combat with your 17 initiative. Melvin will follow up with a 16. The two stone giants got eights. And Roscoe also got an eight. I'm uh, be... Actually, I'm sorry. I'm going to just adjust something here. Roscoe, because your dexterity modifier is higher than these stone giants, you'll actually go before them. So I'm sorry, Kolvik. Continue. I did not mean to interrupt. No worries. I mean, I didn't mean to... You can go ahead whenever you want. I'm not going to do that anymore. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's a big country, man. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to be an ass shield of faith myself for the plus two AC. Swiggity sweet. Yep. And then run backwards like a coward. Now I'll go to the south of me and try to intercept between me and, um, well, actually, Melvin's closer. So I'll go in between me and Roscoe to the north. But if he decides to sneak attack, hopefully he can get that. Cool. Uh, that'll still leave you with your action if you want to take an action on your turn. You've used 10 feet of movement and you're just your bonus action. Oh, that was a bonus action for that, eh? Shield of Faith is a bonus action. God damn. God damn. Unlike Expecto Steve, that is a full action. Expecto Vivo. <laughs> okay, well, I will go ahead and cast Guardian of Faith below uh, oh. bl- below me in between you're gonna cast guardian of faith to blow you <laughs> what other use do I got for it expecto st- wait <laughs> um, right between Melvin and this stone goblin guy cool cool, cool. and I'm it's gonna form a shape of a larger stone goblin guy so he'll be intimidating stone versus stone do you want it, like, right next to him? Like that? Yes, please, and thank you. Yeah. I'm using Pooping Dog as the icon. Alrighty, so that'll happen uh, whenever a something uh, moves and lands within that range. Since that is all you can do on your turn, Melvin, it is now over to your turn. What? 
Would, uh, would I know what a stone giant fears most? Mm. I always love this question when it comes up. <laughs> Do I know? Why don't you... The great why don't you roll me some... History, maybe? Let's see what happens. I'm sure it'll be great. That is a... That's a 12. 12. So that's not bad. I feel like, I feel like you've maybe come across... Uh, stone giants in your readings and researches uh, before this as a great and powerful wizard and uh, you probably know that they're afraid of uh, help me out here guys I'm not coming up with anything I can, for some reason my brain keeps going Large back to hammers. stone washed jeans <laughs> why would they be afraid of that large hammers that would definitely be a thing like, like large masonry hammers yeah what else guys Two smaller stones. Smaller. <laughs> Very small pebbles. <laughs> Do we ever have a, a larger stone on it? So we just bring another smaller stone and he starts freaking out? What's going dynamite? on? Man? Is there dynamite in this world? Or explosives? I think we've established. No, we haven't established. I'm going to say no. Harder stone. Diamonds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that called again? The Mose score? Or what? No, that's a thing in VoIP. Uh, what's the fucking? Oh, what's the what's the uh, the hardness, hardness rating? Yeah, it's just called hardness. I thought there was a uh-huh. fancy name for it. I don't often Google things mid game, but I have to. I'm never the mind. Scale I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Google hardness. hardness scale. Yep, Mose hardness scale. Oh, I was right. I thought that was a fucking. It is though in VoIP. Mean opinion score is what the for voice quality. Look at me knowing all kinds of things and not knowing that I know things. Once again, Nick, you're 20% right. (laughs) Uh, All right, here's what I'm going to do. Based on I know the stone giants fear large hammers. Why are you laughing? (laughs) What's going on? Is there something in chat? No. The top hat dog has entered the battle. (laughs) (laughs) Top hat pooping dog. <laughs> We're just in the middle of battle. He's over there taking a shit. Intimidating. Good night, mate. I'm taking a shit. My load. All right. So I know that these stone giants are afraid of very large hammers. So I'm gonna cast major image Ooh. and see if I can distract or otherwise scare these stone giants with the image of a very large hammer that's going to chase them. It's all fucking like Mario Brothers style where it's like (laughs) swinging and moving and swinging. Um, So that's what I do. All right. Oh my God. That is a really long spell description. I'm not going to read that whole thing. Keywords, keywords, keywords. Yep. Scan, skim. You've got a bit of fleece with you, apparently. You can create an object, creature, or some other visible phenomenon, or an image, rather, of those things. No larger than a 20-foot cube, so there's a giant 20-foot hammer. <laughs> it seems completely real, including sound, smells, and temperature appropriate to the thing depicted. Uh, <laughs> it's got arms and legs, too, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking it's the hammer morty yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. the tall fucking hammer morty <laughs> we're fighting we just <laughs> physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things can pass through it creature that uses its action to examine the image can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence investigation check so, a gigantic 20-foot tall, very believable hammer with arms and legs appears. Uh, it... Well, I suppose I should find a way to represent that on the map, shouldn't I? What does the dog pooping represent? Uh, it's a statue. Oh. Uh, uh, well, it's no, it's the guardian. Guardian of Faith. Guardian of Faith. Steve. Represents Steve. Yeah. No, uh, it's just Steve in statue form with his... Arm crossed and pointing like the evil monkey. That <laughs> <laughs> lady is the hammer. <laughs> what lady is the giant hammer? Fucking <laughs> 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 love that picture. So where would where would you like this giant hammer to appear? Um, <clears throat> that lady fucks. 
Gross. Don't make me imagine the things that. Don't make me imagine the things I'm imagining. (laughs) That's Dave, man. I'm sorry. How old are you? I bet that lady fucks. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I bet that it was that lady. Like it was a statement. That lady fucks. (laughs) That's just that's such a 13 year old. Oh, I bet she does the sex. She's probably good at it too. I bet she'll sex all over you. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, gross. I know. Let's. I don't want to think about it anymore. Hey, VGAD friends. How's everyone's week going? I hope it's awesome because you're awesome. We have a bunch of cool stuff going on this week, so strap yourselves in for a few messages. First of all, thanks to our latest Kofi donator. JB tells us, the podcast is pure comedy gold. Keep up the amazing content. Colvick gets a hammer time dance. Thank you, JB. That is absolutely fantastic. As long as there are ears to hear us, we shall endeavor to keep getting into them. Next up, we have a new patron. Bay Area Beer Socials, which appears to be from the San Francisco Bay Area, has become one of our blessed patrons. Bay Area Beer Socials, or Babs, as I'm going to call you until you tell me to stop, we are very grateful for your support. I have no idea if I'll be in the Bay Area anytime soon, Babs, but I will happily raise a glass with you the next time I am. As if all of this wasn't enough, we also got a new message via Reddit. Dear VGAT, I'm taking a shit and thinking about you guys. I just wanted to give huge amounts of love and props to the VGAT team. I found you all over a year ago, and I have never stopped listening. I eagerly await every week's episode. I've even started over, and I'm up to episode 30 again. There's a few things I've forgotten that I'm glad I picked up on the second time around. I really wanted to thank you guys for all of the great content. It means a lot to me, and I'm sure it means a lot to a bunch of other people. Keep up the great work. Love, Damascus. Well, hey, Damascus. Thanks for sending that love. You know you have ours, too. I gotta tell you folks, I have been sick as heck all week, and the idea of editing has just been a nightmare, but seeing that message, and that new patronage from Babs, and that Kofi donation from JB really cheered me right the heck back up to get back in the saddle and keep pumping out the episodes. And of course, thanks to everyone who has contributed through Kofi or Patreon so far, and to those that continue to do so. And you know what? Thanks to all of you for just listening. It truly makes us all happy. Folks, by the time this episode reaches the airwaves, we should have our newest commission artwork piece done, too. I'm pretty excited about this one, guys. It might end up on a pog or a sticker or something. Keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook and Reddit. It'll be out there soon if it isn't already. You know, you can find links to all of those things on our website of thevgat.com. That's T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. Well, I'm tired of talking, so let's return to the action. I want this hammer to appear, I think, towards towards the northern giant, and I want it, like, kind of far away, so it's going to start running at this giant. Oh, okay. So to give it, like, you know, so it's not, like, right next to him, because this is an illusion, so I want to give it time to, like, run at him and, and scare him. All right, so I don't really know how to effectively deal with this, so let's say it appears about 25 feet or so away from this stone giant, and it's, like, Running and a swinging and all kinds of stuff. And what I'm going to have you do, uh, I'm going to have you make an intimidation roll. So use your intimidation bonus, but I'll give you advantage because this is hilarious. Oh man, that is a natural 20. Right on. I was going to make you roll twice for the advantage, but 20, it doesn't get much better than that. So this thing believes the gigantic hammer swinging and running at it uh, is <laughs> it's fucking real so uh, we'll uh, we'll play that out when it comes to that guy's turn <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. get away from me get away from me don't have me okay Roscoe 
It is over to your turn. Oh, I'm sorry, Melvin, did you want to move or anything else on your turn? Uh, no, I feel like I'm pretty safe right now. I'm in the, <laughs> kind of in the sandwich here between Kolovic and Rasko and uh, the thing that's Steve, but not Steve. Expecto Stono. Ex- Expecto Stono. <laughs> As represented by Pooping Top Hat Dog. Oh. That's what the statue is, just a pooping top, <laughs> top hat dog. I feel bad for our audience. They're not going to understand any of the things that we're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes I want to, like, screenshot this stuff and put it out, like, on the Reddit or something like that, and then I just forget. Then people cannot care about it there, too. I, I'm also nervous about, like, like the what lady. Like, if you know what the what lady is, W-A-T, what lady, you can Google it on your own, or you already know and you're laughing slash mortified at us. <laughs> uh, I feel like just a straight up search for booping top hat dog will reward you <laughs> in multiple ways. Um, so, you know, they don't necessarily need to see the exact things we're seeing. Uh, we're going to leave a little air to mystery there. Uh, Roscoe, by the way, it is it is your turn whenever you want to. All right. I assume this giant's eyes are on the running giant hammer. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's It's... it's it's got its attention. So I'm going to do the best I can to sneak up here next to the giant okay. and place my immovable rod at about shin height. Oh, man. And then <laughs> sneak back. <laughs> All right. So placing and activating the immovable rod is an action. Did you want to take a bonus action or anything else on your turn? Uh, I'll plant a magic bean if I can. <laughs> I'm gonna call that an action mostly because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> no, I think it actually says as an action plant to be. I'll uh, hang out back here. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right, so Stone Giant number one to act is the southern one. That one is going to step around, pooping top hat dog. Specto, uh, Stono, or whatever it is this time around. Uh, and that creature is going to, first of all, let's resolve the Guardian of Faith damage. You said it's it's just a straight up 20 damage, right? Or did uh, you get a... uh, we'll take a dexterity saving throw. 20 damage radiant, or half on a uh, fail. Alright, so DC 16 that's a 12 altogether so the stone giant is failing it is going to take a grand, grand total of 20 damage and then it is going to swing not once but twice at uh, at Melvin since it is the closest target swing number one is going to be a um, a 13. That sounds like a miss. It is. Swing number two um, is going to be a 25. Um, yeah, it's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is going to be 3D... Where the fuck is it? 3D8. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend... Um, I'm going to spend a luck point here. Ooh. And you're going to force it to re-roll? I think the way that the rules say it says I have to roll a d20 and I choose whether the attack uses its roll or my roll. Okay. So its roll... What the fuck did I just say it was? 20 lot? 25. Uh, 20, 25. So it rolled a 16. So 16 or lower is what you're hoping for. All right. Come on. One. <laughs> Six. Uh, that's... I think there's a line under that, and that's actually the nine. Nine. Uh, so nine plus nine, because it has a plus nine to its attack bonus, is 18, which sounds like it's still a hit. Yeah, it still hits. But you tried, and that's not what counts. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a 3d8 plus six damage. That is going to be, uh, 26 damage for you. Ow. Thankfully, it missed on the other hit. Yeah. Here we are playing freaking Scooby-Doo, trying to make it trip over a rod and stuff, and the thing can actually hurt. Mm-hmm. Neat. Pretty pretty badly, actually. 26, is that what you said? 26 damage for Melvin. When was the last time you got damaged? It's been a long time. <laughs> well, time now to, I, ah, time to fly. <laughs> I'm about half of my HP. 
right now at 35. That stung a little bit, giant. That's a, they're, they're pretty solid. Uh, okay, and then now we resolve the hilarious one, which is the northern stone giant. And it is definitely scared and intimidated. It is going to try and run away from the giant swinging hammer represented by the what lady. And uh, let's just make a quick roll. What you gonna do when the hammer comes for you? That is a definite failure. So this guy is going to not see the gigantic <laughs> the gigantic rod there. It is hilarious just how funny it is to turn an icon on its side. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Bloop. It's got to fall down. It's got a real fucking Monty Python feel to it. Huh? Like the shitty animations. The amazing animations, I should say. Uh, all right, so that guy falls down prone and... Let's see here. I'm going to have it make... No, it's not going to do it yet. It is going to have to probably make at some point another wisdom save to see if it can see through your illusion. But right now, it's still scared. And Roscoe, why don't you give me a... you give me a d6 roll? Five. It's going to take five damage from that fall. So concludes round one of combat. Starting up round two, Kolvik, we are back to you. Because it worked actually pretty well those other times, I'm going to go over jump on this giant and place my immovable rod on his chest trying to limit his action thinking it probably can't crawl a whole lot it's a big did it, did it fall face first or uh yeah so it's it's actually laying face down which mm-hmm. is prone actually prone right not just supine or prone come on man you went to fucking medical school so i'm just letting you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just letting you score it's fun being yep being prone there so, yes, laying face down, so you're going to go jump up on it and put the immovable rod and activate it, like, mm-hmm. on its back? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, I'm trying to think where else I would do so it can't really... Can these guys squirm? Can they crawl? Do I know <laughs> this? <laughs> He's not going to be able to do the worm on his next turn? <laughs> oh, I think we all know where to put things on giants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna oh, pull no. out his giant, see his giant stone rectum, and <laughs> <laughs> rectum, damn near killed him. <laughs> are you I gonna fucking brown star this immovable rod and pin him to the ground, or are you gonna just? I know, I know, I wouldn't move if I had <laughs> <laughs> an immovable rod in my rectum. <laughs> well, he's made of stone. I don't think you can really shove it that far. No. Into her. <laughs> You'll never know unless you try. <laughs> Colvick and Colvick alone, please tell me what you're going to do with this immovable rod. I will put this immovable rod behind its back um, on its lower back so it cannot get up and it cannot try to reach it with its hands. Okay. Boring. An immovable rod has been placed. Um, do, I'm going to move you to that square next to it, immediately to the south of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can then move away from that if you'd like to. And I will move back to my original spot. All right. These immovable rods have really paid for themselves, I'd say. I think so. That was a good purchase. I love magic items. I feel like D&D... There's like a lot of DMs that are super stingy with magic items, and... Like, you guys are way the fuck overpowered for the where you should be at this level because of a lot of the shit that I've given you. It makes the game way more interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. I do want to play, a, like, the, the gritty realism campaign someday, but, like, silly is way more fun for most times. Anywho, so this guy's now pinned. You have moved back. You do still have bonus action if you'd like. Um, I'm gonna flip off Melvin. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels right. Dude, man. Melvin, conveniently, it's your turn to react to that or, you know, do combat stuff. Well, I didn't even see Kolvik flick me off because I've been busy getting pummeled by this giant over here. It's true. So, uh, brave, brave Sir Melvin is going to bravely run away. Uh, so, I'm going to take a disengage action. Look at you. Who's been reading the rule book? You're fucking fancy over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Take the disengage action like a fucking champ and then move where move wherever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to um I'm just going to I'm going to run over behind my illusion. Nice. Alrighty. 
Um, bonus action for you? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm I'm good. Okay. We go back over to Roscoe. I'm going to sneak attack this giant that has pinned to the ground with my daggers. Okay. Uh, you get advantage on the roll because he's prone. Good, good, good. Hey, um, I don't know, uh, I guess before... Should I control my... Can I control my image? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do something with that image on your turn, go ahead. Okay. Well, since we've gotten the other giant taken care of, I'm going to make the hammer run at the other giant. <laughs> okay. Give me another uh, intimidation roll with advantage. Well, that's not like it hurt. That was a... Uh, hold on. I actually don't know what my intimidation bonus is. Uh, my intimidation is actually negative one, interestingly enough. Uh, so that's a 15 and a 4. Okay. The uh, 15 is going to be enough that it is a convincing illusion for this guy. And the South Stone Giant will deal with that when it comes back around. He's running after us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the South Stone Giant, it is now that Stone Giant's turn. I did not take my turn. Oh, shit, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> we got all fucking sidetracked. My bad. Uh, so you were going to attack with your daggers. You had advantage. Tell me what you rolled. I rolled a 27 and a 24. Those are both very successful hits. 38 total damage. 38 total damage is a damn good score. It takes 38 damage as you stab its flailing prone figure. With a, it's buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbed in the buttock. Was that from Forrest Gump where he's like, I was shot in the buttocks, sir. Yeah, and he shot the president. <laughs> I'd like to see that sometime. Yeah, drops jaw right there Holy on the stage. Boy. Uh, all right, so a convinced stone giant is going to... Uh, let's see here. It is going to make a run. Melvin, why don't you give me give me a D6 roll? It's not going to run anywhere towards this thing, so I'm going to say starting from east, we'll count those directions off. Three. It's run straight south, away from the giant hammer illusion this time around. It is able to make it 30 feet, and then it is going to make a... Your DC uh, for your spell save is 17, if I recall. <clears throat> yeah, spell DC is 18. 18? Wow. Uh, Alright, so it did not see through the illusion that round. And I need to make a quick look up in the we'll beautiful just, Dungeon Master's Guide. Will it just run away forever? <laughs> uh, as long as it doesn't see through the illusion, it might just. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> if I would have cast this at a higher level, we would just have a walking hammer with us forever. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I like if I cast it at a sixth level, then it lasts until it's dispelled. <laughs> so we could have a twenty-foot hammer with us <laughs> at all times. DC thirty. Strength check. Yep, that's what I was looking up. The rod can hold up to eight thousand pounds of weight. That's really insane. Creature can use an action to make a DC thirty strength check. Uh, I mean, which is what it would do. I'm going to roll just for giggles. Oh, that's an eight. Even though it has plus six for its strength, it is not enough to lift itself up from underneath that immovable rod. Uh, so its turn on this round is consumed with trying to push up against the rod. We're just going to stand around this motherfucker and act on the I mean, you know, like the the... Going back to the gritty realism thing, like, that's what fucking real wasteland combat would be. Like, fucking cripple them and then butcher them where they lay. Starting round three of combat, Kolvik, it is back to you. Okay. I don't want to keep using my spell slots unless we're planning on actually doing some rest. I'm going to go ahead and... Just smash this thing with my warhammer. Okay. You have advantage on the attack roll. Okay, and that would be a 25. 
25 is definitely a successful hit. Okay. And then I would have to say Divine Strike before I made the attack, is that correct? Uh, I don't recall what the ruling is for Divine Divine Strike or Smite. Which one is Divine Smite? Because I think it'd be weird if I'm like, well, I'm going to add a whole bunch of damage on top of that now that I know it's going to succeed. Uh, do, 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 where the fuck is Divine Smite? Is that a spell or is that a class ability? It's just a bonus ability once per turn. It costs you a spell slot, though. What? I think. No, I think it's a character ability. Uh, you are a cleric. Clerk. Uh, uh, gain the ability to infuse your weapon once per turn. You hit a creature. You can cause an extra 1d8 damage to the target. When you reach level 14, it's a it's just a trait of the life domain. Holy shit. Alright, yeah, I was thinking of a different ability then. That's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Divine Strike. At the 8th level, you gain the ability to infuse your weapon strikes with divine energy. Once on each of your turns, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can cause an extra 1d8 radiant damage to the target. That's fucking badass, dude. It is. How come we haven't used that at all yet? We have. Have we? Yes. Well, I guess I'm not even paying attention. All right, man. Okay, we'll go ahead yeah, and do that then. I, yeah, that, you definitely would do that. Okay, and then we're going to do a 1d8 on top of that. Okay, and a total of one on that, so <laughs> ten. <laughs> All right, ten damage ten for this total. stone giant. You have struck and smote this stone giant. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Nope. Can we uh, see any wear and tear on this bad boy? Uh, you can see that you're starting to have an effect. Well, we'll hit there. We'll somehow. It is not to the 50% of a bloodied mark yet, though. Anything else on your turn? That would be it. Cool. Over to Melvin. Um, I think I'm just going to let that giant run away. And uh, you're going to send the hammer further after it? Keep chasing it? Yep. Okay. We're just going to give that guy... Until he runs off the map. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like the kind of the general rule that I use is if you run off the grid. It's, I'm going to call it Tron rules. If you leave the grid, you're done. And uh, so I guess there's just this giant laying on the ground. I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp on him. And I'm just I'm just gonna grab two of his stone butt cheeks with my hand, <laughs> like, just <laughs> cup, cup them fully, and then <laughs> shock him in the hams. Yep. Imagine you like pick up a stick and you just like <laughs> through the stick tube, pick him up with electric rod. Do giants wear clothes? Uh, I believe the depiction of the stone giant. They're wearing a loincloth. Loin. So you could definitely get loincloth. Like bare stone There's easy skin. <laughs> I mean, for hands, immovable rods, whatever you wanted to get in there. I'll try to just give this guy an ultimate wedgie. So, uh, 12? Uh, you've got advantage. He's prone. Oh. You can get your hands wherever you want them to be. Then I'll roll again. And that would be a 20. 20 is a successful shocking buns. For some damage, you like Too bad that immovable rod wasn't jammed up his ass. He could grab that. <laughs> that that would have been awesome. Right to his insides. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one right by, beside you if you want to try it. Roscoe's is still on the ground. Yep. Or while hovering in the air. Can I? Well, that's too late. But <laughs> <laughs> you, anyway. We'll see. Uh, 14 damage. 14 damage. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. And you now can see that this stone giant has passed the bloodied point <laughs> in the most bizarre way imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> what pain that must be. <laughs> what hurts more at this point, the, the shocking bonds or the humiliation? If stone giants bleed, like you grab his bloody butt cheeks because I stabbed his butt cheeks. Aww. <laughs> oh no. Why? I didn't know that. Uh... I didn't know that they're all bloody. I wouldn't have done it if I had known that. We could say you could go thigh. Tantalizingly close thigh. Shocking grasp. You worked your way up. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of massage parlor is this? <laughs> no, 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 yes. I've seen this one before. I know what happens. All right, so... Yeah, Roscoe, tell me about your turn. Don't stab while my hands are on his buttocks. talks. 
Uh, I think I'm gonna sneak attack with my short bow. He's on the ground. Short bow? Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to steer you away from that because at close He's too range, close. Uh, at close range, and if people are prone, both of those things actually give you disadvantage. Roscoe moves away. <laughs> Lines up his bow. <laughs> and I want to stab at him with my daggers again. Where? The very bottoms of his feet. Oh, man! The arches. Twenty-one and twenty. Both are hits. I feel bad for this giant. I feel bad for most of the things you guys attack. <laughs> <laughs> you guys seem to be really in a humiliation. Humiliation porn. Forty-two total damage. God. Forty fucking two damage. <laughs> On that his feet. Aw. Forty-two foot damage. Not enough to kill him. But it does fuck him up pretty darn good. He's just howling in pain at this point. Does giant speak common? I think so. Yeah, giants would speak common. Can you reason with a giant? I don't know. You can. We'll see. They're very intelligent creatures. Uh, stone giant number one in the south. Um, did I roll last time to see if he was still fooled? Yeah. No, I think he just ran. I, well, I rolled, he was fooled, and then I had Melvin roll for a direction. So I'm going to do that again. He is still fooled. <laughs> Melvin, <laughs> give me a 1d6 for a direction. Couldn't fool me if you had an electrified fooling machine. Oh, boys. That's a one. It's a one -er. A one. It's going to run east. It runs <laughs> zigzagging across the landscape. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's a terrified not a beeline. It's like with You guys are just fucking surrounding this other one on the ground and pounding away at it. Uh, speaking of the one that's on the ground and getting pounded away at, this time I'm going to have it make based on where the uh, immovable rod was, you said it was laying across its back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have it try and do a dexterity sort of move to squeeze its way out from the side of it as its action. It is a failure. It is not going to get out this turn. I think he's going to die this turn. At least I hope he does. We begin <laughs> round four, and that means back to Kolvik. How much damage would it be if we tried to Stick an immovable rod up his stone rectum. Uh, if you keister an immovable rod on this guy, it's not going to be a ton of damage. You don't know what this guy does in the evenings, but that rod's not going to do a lot. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's a very large creature, and your immovable rod isn't, like, that large. They do yeah. a lot for morale. What? <laughs> <laughs> said it would do a lot for morale. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I will. I will give you a one d six keister damage if you decide. To, <laughs> you decide to pocket this thing. Wow. <laughs> center pocket. Center pocket. Um, I'm going to step on his head like a, what is that, croquet ball? Oh, you're gonna try and send him and try to send him <laughs> with my hammer and with divine smite on that. Go ahead and do it, man. Give me an attack roll. All right. Get to that old. What am I looking for? Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Thankfully, it's advantage. Looking at a 28. 28 will absolutely hit. Okay. Do some of that. And, uh, boy, 16. Grand total of 16. Episode 70, Eastern Ankeg, was released on February 10th, 2019. We inch ever closer to Chad next week on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! I always get, like, Twitter followers that are like, Hey, I can get you more podcast followers. And they're like, you can pay me for podcast listeners. It's like, not really listeners, man. Yeah. I'm like, 
Mm, I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> I'm not a Albert Einstein, but <laughs> I'm not an Albert Einstein. <laughs> 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 mm.